0: I want to introduce you guys to Heron. Heron is my new best socialist friend. Heron was one of the main presenters at the socialist conference. I also attended Heron's workshop. And now Heron has said some very not nice things about me on Twitter. And I felt the need to respond to them and write Heron a little open letter that I thought we would all read together. Do you guys want to meet my new friend, Heron, and read the open letter with me? Yes, I'm always making friends. I make friends wherever I go. I am a beacon of light, as you all know. <laughs> a beacon of light in a dark, dark world. Let's read. Meet Heron Greensmith. Pronouns, they, them. Oh, I did I, I did Heron a disservice. I misspelled their name. That has an extra E in it. I promise I'll fix it, Heron. I'll fix the typo, just not right now. Heron was featured at the opening panel at this week's Collective Power Conference and also led a breakout session I attended about opposition research. I wasn't originally going to attend it, but Heron said so many insane things in the opening keynote that I couldn't pass up the opportunity In the middle of one of the breakout sessions, utilizing my newly honed opposition research techniques, I discovered that Heron had blocked me on Twitter from both my Dr. Carlin B account and my Actively Unwoke account. And I have to give Heron props for this, man. Most people who block me on Twitter only block me from the Dr. Carlin B account. They don't block me from the Actively Unwoke account but Heron blocked me on both, which means that Heron actually made the proactive effort to block me, which means that Heron knew who I was. And I sat right in front of Heron, looking right in their eyes for 90 full minutes on Saturday. I even joked with Heron. We shared a laugh here and there. We bonded over a shared hatred of Matt Walsh. Heron had no idea who I was. I just thought that was hilarious. I really did. Now, of course, you can always get around to Twitter blocks, so I wasn't really concerned about that. As crazy as some of Heron's ideas are, and we'll get into those in a future article, I actually think that Heron was a wonderful teacher and an extremely smart individual. True. They're deranged. When it comes to the political right, and they don't understand the culture or the people as well as they think they do, but that doesn't mean they're not smart. Smart people can be stupid too, guys. It means they're engaging in confirmation bias and only seeing what they want to see rather than as things really are. You know what's funny, Jason? I was actually thinking about this. Jason is asking, will the next conference be unmasked to smoke out the spies? I was actually thinking about this. I was like, as a result of my infiltrating their conference, they're going to demand that people don't wear masks at the next one. The masks helped me to infiltrate it. They're going to have a lot more infiltrators if they keep these mask rules. It's just good policy, man. But wouldn't that be funny? If they forbid people from wearing masks from future conferences, I think that would be hilarious. I was actually impressed that Heron told people clearly not to use the information they were learning to dox people. They did. Heron said flat out, don't dox people. Use this information ethically. I was like, great. That's actually really good. I'm glad that Heron is teaching that. They emphasized using it ethically. That's good. It's as it should be. So given that Heron emphasized ethical use of information, I was a bit surprised to discover that they posted a Twitter thread about me today with an abundance of inaccuracies. So I thought I'd write Heron an open letter. I can't DM them on Twitter after all to clear a few things up. Here's the thread that Heron wrote about me and my open letter below. So Heron posted some screenshots. There I am in a mask. And Heron Greensmith, ex because Heron is a lawyer professor, BU Law School. It looks as though an anti-abortion activist came to the collective power conference at Hampshire College this weekend claiming to see what we say when they're not listening. The good news is we say the same things whether or not they're listening. I was there this weekend. This person attended my workshop on opposition monitoring, I think. If she did, I mean, Heron's assuming my pronouns there, but, you know, we'll set that aside for a moment. If she did and writes a thread about it, it'll be interesting to see how she characterizes my message. The opposition monitoring is morally neutral and can be used to increase bodily autonomy or curtail it. Kind of hilarious if she did attend my workshop, the opposition monitoring, a very one oh one workshop on how to monitor the opposition. It was a very one on one workshop, but I did learn a thing or two. I really did. All confess now to get ahead of the scandal. Well, I don't condone doxing. I did make a joke about pooping on someone's doorstep. Now, the funny part about that is I didn't even remember that Heron made that joke. They did make the joke. I remember it now, but I wasn't going to write about it. Yes, Heron, are you watching right now, Heron? Go ahead and chat. And if you're watching right now, everyone wave. Hi, Heron. Hi. Hi. I would still be best friends, Heron. I also called anti-trans advocates fuckwads from the main stage. Yes, they did. (laughs) Never a dull moment around us trans socialists abortionists. Well, I'm glad that Heron is admitting that Heron is a socialist. I mean, that's progress. I'm not so much worried about what she's going to say about me. I'm old. And I have institutional support. I'm worried about the young people whom she might have talked to and photographed. This is a college students conference. Small, radical, and intimate, and powerful. So Heron had some feelings there. And I thought I would write Heron a nice open letter and respond to those feelings. Dear Heron. Hi, I'm Carlin. I was sitting directly in front of you for 90 minutes the other day, and we shared a few laughs, but we haven't officially met. I'm a pro-choice libertarian who believes that adults should be able to do whatever they want with their bodies, including trans people, that all drugs should be legalized, that doesn't give a flip about drag queen story hour, and that as a rape victim myself, I believe all women should have the right to choose. I believe you should be able to exist and live your life however you want, as long as you aren't forcing me to do something I don't want to. In return, I promise I won't force you to do anything. Fair? I even respect people's pronouns, even though I make mistakes sometimes because you guys are screwing up grammar but I do try my best. Everyone deserves basic respect and courtesy of being referred to how they want to be. And I'm deadly serious about that guys. If you comment on my channel and say, you have to say he for Dylan Mulvaney, I'm going to block you. I respect pronouns because I believe that everyone deserves basic respect and courtesy to be referred to how they want to be referred to. If you want to use whatever words you want, that is your business, but you will not compel me through social pressure to say words that I don't want to say, all right? I say this because your Twitter thread about me incorrectly assumed that I'm anti-abortion. got some other stuff wrong too, but we'll get to that in a second. I'm not anti-abortion. I'm pro-choice. I just have this crazy idea that abortion should be safe, legal, and rare. I think I heard that somewhere once from some feminist. Do Do you remember who said that? We probably disagree on that point because you guys seem to think that abortion should be freely available up until birth. You have a daughter. You told us that in your session. Actually, upon second thought, I'm not sure if Heron actually said daughter or she said kid. They said kid. Heron might have a baby. I don't remember if there was a specific gender mentioned, but daughter was just what was in my head when I wrote it. So maybe I'll update it. Maybe I won't. Heron, you're welcome to correct me. If you have a baby, let me know. I will degender the open letter. Does it seem inhumane to you to abort a baby in the third trimester if it's not medically necessary to do so to preserve the life of the mother? I got my first birth control pills from Planned Parenthood while I was a student at Boston University, where Heron currently teaches in the School of Law. Back in the day, I was always grateful to have them as a resource. I had a metric ton of sex in college and in my 20s, and if I had gotten pregnant, I absolutely would have availed myself of the option to end the pregnancy. And people can have whatever feelings they want about that, but that's the truth. Now, I've never had an abortion. You want to know why? Because like an adult, I used birth control and condoms to prevent myself from getting pregnant because I didn't want to have a kid. But if I had, if there'd been a mistake or an accident or the three measures of birth control that I put in place hadn't worked, I probably would have had an abortion if I had gotten pregnant in my early 20s. Yeah, I absolutely would have. Now, I wouldn't do the same thing today. If I got pregnant today, which I'm not planning on doing because I don't want to have kids, but if I, but if an accident happened, I would have the kid. I would view it as an act of God, like whatever. But, you know, my priorities were different in my 20s and I don't think that abortion is necessarily wrong. Um, I have questions about Late term abortion that is not medically necessary. And I have questions about celebrating abortion and shouting it because I think abortion is a sad thing. I'm not anti abortion. I'm anti insanity. And I think an abortion doula and a bastardized spiritual ceremony following a home bathroom abortion is insanity. But truth be told, the abortion stuff wasn't even the stuff that interested me the most about your conference. It's the entire ideology that interests me. So how did I end up at your specific conference then? Well, frankly, I've been studying you guys for six months and I wanted to see it up close and personal. And I wanted to hear what you had to say in your natural habitat. I was a Democrat back when I was at BU and I never questioned it. I attended anti-war rallies in the Boston Common after George W. Bush invaded Iraq. Those stopped after he left office, even though we didn't leave the region. Does anyone always find it like a little weird how anti-war rallies just stopped when Barack Obama got into office? I probably voted for Obama twice, and I voted for Hillary in 2016. I really had to plug my nose on that one. Even when I was a Democrat, I did not like Hillary at all. I didn't want to vote for her, but I did. Growing up in Vermont, I also voted for Bernie Sanders in every election in my adult life until I moved to New Hampshire for work. But then something happened to me a few years ago. I realized how much people like you had lied to me my whole life. I realized that most people on the political right are not racist or misogynist or any of that. Most of them are just normal people who want low taxes, hate being censored for their ideas, and just want to be left alone. It's probably not your fault that you've lied to people about the right. You were probably lied to as well by the media, your teachers, etc., and you probably truly believe that you're telling the truth. But I do think it would be helpful if you could look at your political opponent from a more detached perspective. I'm not suggesting the entire political right is perfect. I am I was, excuse me, I was telling the truth in your session when I told you that I can't stand conservative Christianity, and that Matt Walsh is my mortal enemy. He has done more to hurt the conservative right than almost anyone, and the ones that worship him like a god are, quite frankly, stupid. And I'm sorry if that hurts anyone's fragile sensibilities, but that's how I feel about it. We even both hate turfs. I think they're insufferable. We have so much in common, Heron. I don't know why we can't be best friends. The alt-right is a real thing, too, and they're bad news. After I was doxed and terrorized by them for weeks after saying that critical race theory is not anti-white in 2021, I spent a lot of time investigating them. Probably more than you have, Heron. But the reality is that the alt-right has grown substantially in the last few years as a backlash to the absurdity of the progressive and socialist left. You guys made them stronger. You drove more people into it with your own actions, all because you wouldn't listen to people who used to be much more moderate and instead treated them as though they were an invasive species to be stomped out. These elements are real, and the conservative right would do well to clean up their own side of the aisle, but the fact is that most of them are too lazy to do it. This will surprise you, Heron. The conservative right are lazy. That's why I don't associate with conservatives. I find them to be lazy, entitled... And have a learned helplessness from convincing themselves that they are perpetual victims of the evil far left that is really quite off-putting. And I'm sorry if that offends conservatives who are listening right now. I really am. I don't think you're bad people. And I also don't think that this applies to necessarily everyone. But I'm sorry. If you can't admit that there are a lot of people on the conservative right that are absolutely lazy and feckless, I don't know how to help you, man. That's just reality. I don't think conservatives are bad people. I wish they would get off the couch and do more and not make excuses about having to mow their lawn or saying, we have jobs. The worst excuse in the history of humanity, as though everyone else in the world doesn't have an effing job. I digress. So I'm not a conservative. I hate to disappoint. I'm not with the Family Research Council. I actually hate the Family Research Council or the Heritage Foundation. I'm just a person who thinks that both sides are crazy for different reasons. Murphy's Pool says, Bot has an important poll in locals. All right, well, we'll look at that later, Murphy's Pool. Thank you for the super chat. I wrote all this, Heron, because we're going to be in each other's lives for a few weeks, and maybe if you're really lucky, even longer. We should really get to know each other, the real stuff, not the made-up stuff. So let's correct a few things you said. Heron said, this person attended my workshop on opposition monitoring, I think. If she did and writes a thread about it, it will be interesting to see how she characterizes my message that opposition monitoring is a morally neutral and can be used to increase bodily autonomy or curtail it. Kind of hilarious if she did attend my workshop. The opposition monitoring was a very 101 workshop on how to monitor the opposition. I'll confess now to get ahead of the scandal. While I don't condone doxing, I did make a joke about pooping on someone's doorstep. I was in your session, Heron. Very good. I actually thought it was great, and I even learned a thing or two, but I really struggled not to correct some of the things you said about the political right because some of the things you said were so, so, so wrong. Honestly, Heron, you really need to read my journalism because I don't like the political right. Well, I mean, I I like them just as much as I like the left, whatever, but you would be so much more grounded in reality about what the right is and what they believe if you read my work. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. My plan was to accurately quote you while saying you emphasized the ethical use of tools and flat-told your audience not to dox people. I don't even remember the thing about pooping on someone's doorstep, but thank you for sharing that. I don't know why you would assume that I would do anything other than quote you accurately. Almost like you made assumptions without researching that I always come with receipts. Then Heron said, I also called anti-trans advocates fuckwads from the main stage. Never a dull moment around us trans socialist abortionists. Well, Heron, you said many more interesting things than that from the main stage, which I will be reporting on in in a different piece at a later date. But honestly, I was much more interested that the former president of Hampshire College agreed with you calling conservatives fuckwads and in the same breath denounced capitalism. That really happened. The former president of Hampshire College denounced capitalism from the main stage. True story. I'm not so much worried about what she's gonna say about me. I'm old and I have institutional support. I'm worried about the young people whom she might have talked to and photographed. This was a college students conference, small and radical and intimate and powerful. Heron, this is where you really hurt my feelings. First off, I have no interest in canceling you. That makes no sense. I left the left because I do not support cancel culture. But more importantly, I made a special effort to explicitly follow the conference's rules to not give you guys any reason to kick me out. I sat there. I took notes. Didn't bother anyone. Didn't even try to record you guys without your permission. The rules asked that you don't take photos of people without permission. So I didn't. You said in your session that you record everyone, regardless of if it's a two party consent state or not. Maybe you, Heron, wouldn't have followed the rules, but I did. Ethics, after all. Am I right? I would never dox students. I didn't even speak to students. Students are the victims of this ideology. It's not their fault, and my interest isn't in them anyway. It's in people like you that I'm interested. Adults who are spreading lies about people that you have never even bothered to understand. So I'll make you this offer, Heron. And this is a serious offer. I'm not joking around. Come on my channel and have a conversation with me. Do your homework. Try to understand someone with a different perspective. Maybe I can ask you some questions in return. We can be adults. Crazy idea, right? I was with you guys all day. And you never knew I disagreed with you because I'm capable of being around people I disagree with and not hating them. There's no need to be rude. Can you rise to the same challenge for a conversation? Let me know. You can DM me on Twitter. I still haven't blocked you. Sincerely, Carlin. This is a serious offer. If Heron would like to come on my channel and to have a conversation with me, I'm not going to try to convince Heron like to give up their crazy ideas. I'm fascinated by Heron's ideas because Heron genuinely is smart. Smart smart person. Great teacher, really does know how to teach students. I'm sure is a very engaging law professor. I just, you know, would like to have a conversation with Heron to be able to ask some more in-depth questions about what Heron actually believes and Heron would be welcome to ask me questions about what I believe. I think it would be great, you know? It would be a demonstration of two adults, a woman and a they, having a conversation and a productive dialogue. Even if we don't agree, we can still leave as friends. We can still talk about how much Matt Walsh sucks. We can bond over things we have in common. You know, I probably agree with Heron on some other things. I don't like the police. I think drugs should be legalized. I have some, you know, very socially liberal ideas. I don't care if people are trans. Doesn't make any difference to me at all. So Heron, the offer is open. I will clear my schedule. If you want to come on my channel, you are more than welcome to come on my channel and we can have a productive conversation. It'll be great.